Welcome to Life on Earth, The Peace Project, a podcast that teaches you how to connect with the divine and transform darkness into light through topics from yoga to nature and ultimately love. Join your host, Natalie Kwa, to celebrate and encourage diversity, peace and global equality, one earthling at a time. This is John Strickler on the guitar. Yeah. This is my beloved partner, John Strickler, playing the guitar. Thank you, babe. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining Life on Earth podcast. I'm here today to give you five tips for the holiday season. Are you excited about the season for the holidays? Many of us are, while others, not so much. So it depends. Sometimes the holidays will bring some stress and uh, final projects that you like to complete. Some people are traveling, organizing gatherings. Sometimes it's about missing someone. Some of us miss someone or something that we at some point had in our lives. So it can be a stressful time. It can be an emotional time. And remember, stress is not always bad. Sometimes stress is actually good, but none of the less is stress. So we're in terms when we start talking of self-care, we want to come to a place of more balance, more equanimity. So I'm here today to offer you a perspective and Just some tips, holiday tips for you, which I find that they have worked for me. So I would like to share those with you. The number one holiday tip that I have for you today is sleep long hours. (laughs) Basically, you know, in the winter, things are changing. The days are shorter. For many of us, it gets colder depending where, where you live. Although, you know, it is a time that there's a lot going on emotionally, like we spoke about, a lot going on on many levels, even with the changes of the seasons. So many animals hibernate in the winter. I live in the United States, so for me, this is winter right now. I don't know exactly where you live on the planet, but you can apply that to your winter season. Many animals hibernate. Ayurveda, which is the sister science of yoga, encourages us in the winter to sleep longer hours, to really kind of nurture. If that means, you know, if you think about an animal that hibernates, it just kind of retreats ever so slightly and perhaps eats different foods, 
more root vegetables, more stews, soups, nurture, stays warm, stay cozy, focus more on like, you know, your family, your loved ones. I can speak from a a very personal perspective and very personal experience is that I, this time of the year is a time that I really take this time to go inside. One may say that I may retreat a little bit more from my friends and from big gatherings, even though there are so many holiday parties and so on and so on. One can partake in that. I personally can partake in that. You know, yes, some of them, but you know, it's uh, it's about containing the energy and not over exerting myself and being really so scattered that then I would lose my center. So for me, it's really about being grounded and about finding that balance. You know, and I take this time of the year as a restful time of the year. It's a time that I can sit back, relax, enjoy your sleep, try to go to bed a little earlier if you have to get up. And if you can sleep late and you don't need to get to go to bed earlier, then that's do that. You know, whatever works for you, read that book by the fireplace, by your Christmas tree or whatever it is that you do for the holiday season. Enjoy. Give yourself permission to rest. Give yourself permission to pause. It's also a great time of the year to look back and to have a little bit of an, sort of an evaluation of the year that have come before now. So what are the things that worked for me? What are the things that did not so work so much? How do I see myself in the next few months or a year? And what could I leave behind or change? And knowing that everything is always changing, right? Everything is energy and energy cannot be destroyed, but it can always be transformed. Tip number two is to maintain your practice. So when I say practice, I mean whatever that means to you. Maybe perhaps it's yoga, perhaps it's running, perhaps it's walking in nature, taking uh, hikes. It could be a meditation practice. It could be going to your favorite community center or church to gather with your community. Whatever the practice is for you that will enhance your life, no matter how busy we get, continue the practice. And for yogis, that could very simply mean sun salutations. You know, a lot of times we think of yoga as a complex and in practice that I need to hit all of these things and, you know, have this amazing yoga sequence or whatever. And there are times in our lives that your practice literally could be wake up, roll your mat, get on your mat and do five sun salutation, sun salutation A's, three sun salutations or whichever ones you want and follow that with a meditation, follow that with Shavasana. That's your practice for the day, right? This is an example of a practice. I know some of you are not yogis, although I always recommend yoga. But of course, you know, if your practice is meditation, five minutes, 10 minutes, continue. My number three holiday tip, morning rituals. So your practice could involve some journaling, 
waking up in the morning and journaling, right? And for that, I recommend there's this amazing journal, which you can get online. It's called the Five Minute Journal. Please get the hardcover for this because it is slightly different than the other one that they have to offer online. Five Minute Journal is fantastic. I've recommended this to so many of my students, my clients. I've gifted it to my family members. It is amazing. You literally wake up and you do five minutes in the morning. And that is a beautiful practice. The five minute journal includes gratitude, includes affirmations, and every page has a lovely quote. So I highly recommend that. So morning rituals, this is the foundation for your day. It has a strong influence on how your day will develop. I'm really big into morning rituals. Myself, I begin my days in morning rituals every day. I, as an example, sit in meditation for 20 minutes. This is non-negotiable to me. And then I proceed on to making some tea. I drink living teas. And it is amazing. I'll, I've shared on my on my podcast, Life on Earth, many times about the teas that I drink. Recommend livingtea.net as well as globalteahut.org. Those are my two sources of tea. And I literally f- not only fell in love with the taste and the ritual of the tea, but it literally changes the chi, chi, <laughs> the vibration of my whole body, mind, spirit, and my whole day. The tea is medicine and it has changed my life. So that is two things that I do. And I also write on my five-minute journal every morning. Holiday tip number four is surround yourself with high high vibrational things and high vibrational people. So what do I mean by that? Well, I think it's kind of obvious, but between you and I, everything is energy. And like I said before, energy cannot be destroyed, but it can be transformed. So the people that you spend your day with, the company you keep, the air that you breathe, the water that you drink, the food that you eat, everything is going to have an effect on your energy field. And as well as on your body. You know, I teach this a lot when I coach people and as well as in my teacher trainings and my energy healing sessions. Many times, disease does not begin in the physical body. Disease begins in the auric field, per se. Or the in yoga, we call it the koshas or the energy field. You know, there's so many different ways in different cultures and different belief systems. I don't care what you call it, but we are not just this body. And this is for sure. And now there's many studies and there's many people literally changing their lives and focusing more the understanding that you are not just this body that you can touch and pinch. Yes, that is part of who you are. That is your body temple. But you're so much more than that. The way that I like very simplistically way is to imagine there's this bubble of energy, this bubble of light around you, and everywhere you go, you're sharing that with everyone you come in contact with. So everything that you do, everything, every action that you take in life, well, it's going to either bring you closer to the light or further away from the light. 
And so the, the colors that you choose to wear, the words that you choose to speak, the thoughts that you choose to have, the company that you keep. This is why we say this person has really good vibe when they walk into the room. Or this person, not so much. What is that, right? Sometimes it's just a matter of like your frequency, your energy field doesn't really match that person's energy field. And another thing that's fascinating to me is that this is always changing. So someone whose energy field at one point matched yours perhaps doesn't necessarily match anymore. And why? We could go on and on. There's so many reasons. But one of the reasons is what is your lifestyle? What are the choices that you're making, right? And what are that person's lifestyle and the choices? So if everything is completely different, it will reflect on the energies around you. So a lot of times it is needed a recalibration of energies when you're coming together, especially if you haven't seen somebody in a while, you know, it's just kind of like, "Mm, how can we balance this again? So my wish for you in this holiday season is raise the vibration, spend time with people that you love, And not only that, be the light, like Gandhi said, be the change that you want to see in the world. Be that light, be that person that walks into a room and lightens the whole house. How cool is that? In many yogi yogi perspectives, I have heard this from many of my teachers that a yogi's can a yogi or a person of a, a light being can enlighten the light the your house so much that it affects the entire neighborhood all of the houses around. How cool is that? So be that person. Number five. Well, although this is number five, honestly, it could literally be number one because it is so important. Eat good foods. Eat high vibrational foods. Eat whole foods. Perhaps during this holiday season, if you don't know what you want and somebody could assist you or maybe you can gift to yourself, you might want to invest in a juicer or a Vitamix, eat whole foods, organic foods, non-GMO. Just notice what you put in your body. And even if you're going out to eat, I know a lot of us eat out in restaurants and stuff, there will come a, a time in your life that you will be so aware and so in tune with the energy fields and the vibrations that you will be able to feel and resonate if whatever is on your plate in front of you will be good for your system, body, mind, spirit, or not. And the way I know that is because I can tell, you know? So, Even when you're going out, there's so many awesome, amazing restaurants that you can go and pick those places that the restaurants are high vibrational foods. And you can tell, usually has to do with the owners being so passionate about the environment and that translating into the food and, you know, everything is like connected. Again, it's all energy. It's all vibration. So this goes, you know, if you're cooking, cook with love. I mean, I'll tell you guys this, that when I'm having a bad day or if I'm my energy is just not in the right place, I excuse myself from the kitchen. No matter who is in my household, who is with me at that time, it is just not appropriate for me to cook that meal because I know that that energy will go. At the same time, many times that I'm feeling very 
high vibrational and strongly in my energy field, I will cook literally like the simplest thing and people will be like, what have you done? This is just so magnificent. It's so amazing. And my answer is always love. I cooked with love. So, you know, everything that we put in our bodies has an an effect. Everything that we do. So my fifth tip is food, right? High vibrational food. Keep yourself balanced during this holiday season. That's the most important thing. Be mindful of your portions. If you're going to holiday parties or if you're going to like big dinners, family dinners, don't feel like you have to eat everything that's in front of you. No, even if you go to a restaurant and whatever you order, and I know, you know, there's different belief systems and one of it is, well, you don't want to eat, wait, waste any food that you're going to have. If you order it, you're going to have to eat it. I don't, I don't subscribe to that. I don't believe in that. And I tell you why, because my body is not trash. So I am not going to throw any, anything that's extra and unnecessary inside my body temple. So to me is you have two choices. You can let go of that thought and that's it and walk, go home and that's, you know, just let it go and just leave the food there and, you know, trust that the universe will take care of it somehow. Or you can, you can take it to go, right? Ask to bring it to go leftovers. I'm all about leftovers. Eat it after the next day, whenever you want it. But the idea that you're just going to have to eat because you ordered something or because somebody put it on your plate that is insane. I mean, this is your body temple. This is my body temple. Nothing is going to enter my body temple unless I am fully in alignment with, right? So just think about that food for thought. Oh yeah, I wrote down here that I would love to give you guys a meditation for this holiday season. So I think one of my next episodes, I'm probably going to record a very simple, very short guided meditation for you. And hopefully that you can just sit and I'll guide you through it. We'll put some, you know, sweet um, music perhaps in the background and we'll make it nice and, and just something for you to sit and relax, chill, sit back, take rest. You deserve it, right? You deserve it. And not only you deserve it for yourself, but you also deserve to take these practices and then share it with the world, your coworker, your family, your beloved, your animals. I mean, everyone deserves a human being that is high vibrational and that is a light being, right? Who doesn't want to be around that? So my hope for you is that you can balance yourself in this extreme amazing form of equanimity And that then you can share that with everyone around you and the planet. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I hope you enjoyed Mr. John Christian Strickler's music. The intro and outro of our show is John's offering to the show. John is my beloved partner in crime. And I just love it that he's sharing his music with us for life on earth podcast so thank you this podcast is dedicated to mr gray wow let me tell you guys about mr gray mr gray is my beloved silky 
silky chicken. Those of you who don't know, silkies are this beautiful breed of chicken. We have five chickens. Well, we had five chickens until this morning. You know, I'm not even going to say the word unfortunate because I believe that there's something higher. There's a bigger force source higher than ourselves and I fully, full on subscribe to it. Nonetheless, Mr. Gray, two dogs came into our yard today, this morning, and went after our chickens. And Mr. Gray, the beloved Mr. Gray, is now gone. Mr. Gray was a rooster, and he was a fierce rooster. He was extremely courageous. He taught me a lot. He really made, in the little short time that we've had him and we've known him almost a year now, he really uh, taught me how much he loved his family, you know, his silky family. He would protect them above anything. He also was extremely curious. He was always around me anytime I went to the yard. I called him by his name and he would run up to me. I, I mean, literally, this this little man, like, he was so curious about everything. And he was just a joy as well as fierce. You know, my uh, mailman didn't come <laughs> into our house any longer. would have to just be leave anything outside the yard because, you know, he was scared of Mr. Gray because Mr. Gray really, he took control. If I was out of town... Nobody could approach our land. This little rooster was so fierce and yet so loving and yet so ridiculously amazing. In the short time that he was on planet Earth and the short time that he was with me and my family, he really showed us who he was. He made himself known. He had an opinion type of thing. He had a huge personality and he loved the ones that he loved. He protected them. He was fierce towards those other chickens. So, you know, we learn a lot with animals. And in this incident, you also learn how fragile life is. You also learn how we're here, and then in a second, we're not. Last night, it was really cold where I live, and I decided to bring Mr. Gray and the siblings in the house. So he actually had a really good night. He slept in the warmth. And, you know, it was just so amazing. I had a great day with him yesterday, and I never thought it was my last day with him. Then he slept here, and in the morning we let him out like we always do. And he went to be Mr. Gray. You know, if any animal was coming to attack anybody in his, you know, group, his crew, he, he, he just wouldn't allow that. He was the first one to be there forefront, you know, protecting. So then he went. So today I would like to dedicate this episode to all of those things that Gray taught us and also as a reminder of how precious life is, as a reminder of really love the people that are in your life, that you cherish. Don't waste any moment. Don't waste a day. It is such a blessing. Life is not a given. Life is a gift Every day, the air that we breathe, everything is a gift. So, you know, like Mr. Gray have taught us, many have taught us that we're here and then, you know, we're not. And so every moment we should cherish. So let's cherish life. And I leave you with the outro with John's beautiful music. And I hope to see you soon. 
lastly, lastly, I would like to let you know that I my uh, private coaching program is full on running and rolling. I've been doing it now for a few months. I haven't really been talking about it much because honestly, my schedule has been getting so booked. And my schedule is open, however, until May 2019. And if you are interested in the coaching program, it's something that it's very, it's a highly individual, individualized curriculum for you. My program is called Light Code. There are three different levels. And one day I'll do a podcast, I'll talk more about it. But basically, you know, we go through everything, yoga, meditation, lifestyle, what are the things that work for you, what not, forest bathing, looking at certain things in your life from a spiritual perspective, and really bringing you whatever it is that you need to do your life mission and to happen and bringing you to the next level. I have um, many people who are in the program now and the program is absolutely fantastic I couldn't be happier I'm super excited to be offering this and our sessions are done online and our sessions are done via Skype there's an online platform that you tune into for audio videos and articles as well as you know many books resources that I bring on to the training and to the the coaching sessions that you have individually with me particularly to you as and then on Skype sessions and I recommend that people meet every other week as opposed to every week that's just how I find that little bit uh, more it's just easier and I find more flow because I give you so much material to research and do on your own that this is the best recipe per se but none of you know it is it is certainly I can work with different situations some people it's every three weeks and if you absolutely need it every week it's something that we can look at anyways happy holidays everyone thank you so much for listening to life on earth podcast if you love the show please give us a great great review on itunes I fully appreciate it And I hope to be with you soon. All right? Bye.